Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Podcasting. To succeed at the races, you need an advantage. That edge is Brisnet.com. Racing's number one website has the value-added information not available anywhere else. Trainer and jockey stats, detailed pedigree data, exclusive brisk pace, speed, and class ratings, free membership, free handicapping software, race entries and results, handicapper selections, and so much more. For a true picture of how the race will be run, discover brisnet.com, the official data source of the Kentucky Derby. I believe in supporting the Italians. Wait a minute. What's that echo? I got a good old echo there. Sound like I'm talking to myself. That's bad enough to hear myself. <laughs> anyway, let me go. They believe in supporting the stands at Airdrie Stud. For proof, just look at the pedigrees of the eight yearlings offered by Bird and C. Jones Airdrie Stud agent. In barn 48 at Keenan, uh, three are from the first crop by the Airdrie Stud stand collected. He's a grade one winner of nearly three million. One is a colt out of Believe You Can, winner of the grade one Kentucky Oaks. She earned over $1.2 million, and already a stakes producer. Another is a half-sister to the aforementioned Believe You Can. And the third is out of the graded stakes winner, Silver Reunion. Dam of grade two winner, Speak to Me of Summer, by the Airdrie Stud Stay in Summer Front. Then there are three by the red-hot young Airdrie Stud, Sire Cairo Prince. One is a half-sister to Champion Proud Spell, winner of the grade one Kentucky Oaks and the grade one Alabama. Another that's a half-sister to the grade one winner, Include Me Out, and grade one winner, Check the Label. The third is at the first foal out of the tough stakes mare, Hey Nikki, strong Airdrie stud family. There's also a filly by the proven grade one sire creative cause out of the young half-sister to the multiple graded stakes winner, My Boy Jack, a son of creative cause who also stands at Airdrie stud. The only member of the consignment not by an Airdrie stud stand Here's a filly by Quality Road that's a half-sister to the Airdrie Stud bred Bowful. She was a horse of the year in Canada to you to Andy Wee. Never did know how to pronounce that. Champion two-year-old filly in Canada and Saratoga Stakes winner Indian Pride. Terrific consignment. Airdrie Stud. Burton C. Jones agent. Barn 48, September 16 at Keeneland. Want unlimited access to pedigrees for more than 2 million foals? Then Brisnet.com's American Produce Records is for you. Updated in real time and available on demand? Go to Brisnet.com slash APR. Optimized for tablet and mobile, Brisnet.com's APR online is the place for instant access to a wealth of information on nearly every North American thoroughbred dating back more than a century. Race records, public auction prices, pedigree statistics, and more, all included for $275 per year. Visit brisnet.com slash APR and discover why the APR has been the choice of bloodstock and racing professionals for generations and why a new generation is using APR online. From the horse. 
horse capital of the world. It's Horse Tales with Ursula Ellis. And down the come! We'll talk about the horses, the people, and the history of the thoroughbred industry. Oh, pull away, pull away. And it's secretary that wins it by two and a half lengths. Now, live from Kentucky's bluegrass region, here's Ursula. All right, well, I guess we're on the air. Still got an echo. But uh, I guess we can live with it. If you can live, if you can stand listening to me twice, <laughs> oh no, that'll up the ratings. Yeah. Oh, oh no, it's happening. To, it's happening to uh, Michael Blowing over here too. So I don't know if I can take this or not. So how's it, how's it coming over the air down there? Pardon? Not echo over there. No echo. Okay. The only echo is in Ursel's ears. No echo. Only echoes in my ears. Yes. God, that's awful. Isn't it? Shut up, Michael. You, you can repeat thing. yourself and repeat yourself. Yeah. All righty. Okay. Well, if we sound all right on the air, uh, you know, I can always take off my earphones. Yeah, we can. And anyway. All right. Well, what we're going to do today? We've got Michael Blowing here, as usual, uh, bringing his uh, all kinds of good news. He's got a little announcement he wants to make here in a minute ago. We got we got Jack Gilligan uh, coming on here in a few minutes. Jack. I uh, was. Uh, you've lost the bug now, haven't you, Jack? Oh yeah, quite yeah. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but he took a little fall, I think, down at the fairgrounds earlier in the year. He's he's making a making a comeback. We're going to announce that today, and uh, he was riding really good when when that happened. So we'll talk to him real riding around Kentucky with uh, with a venture up to Ohio and places like that, you know. And uh, I think uh, although I, his dad just wrote a book called Around Kentucky with a Bug, and, and it's a very interesting book. I just finished it, as a matter of fact. His dad is named Patrick. And you can get that book out at uh, Joseph Beth for sure. And uh, I'm sure that you go to uh, Amazon and those kind of places and get it. And, sure. And anyway, very interesting book. And uh, he didn't have a very good opinion of Mountaineer. Oh, the Mountaineer <laughs> chapter is hilarious. <laughs> he, he wrote a whole chapter on it. He said, as hell has a very track, it's Mountaineer. That's really <laughs> that was funny. A, the title of the, I knew it was going to be good when I wrote, wrote, read the title of that chapter, you know, if yeah, hell has a racetrack, funny. it's Mountaineer. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but we're going to have him on in a few minutes. Uh, uh, Michael, you're getting a new a new resident of uh, old. Yeah, Florida. we're very excited. Uh, Zulu Alpha, who was scheduled to run today really? in the big stakes race at uh, at Kentucky Downs, uh, they've decided to retire him, and he'll be coming to old friends in the next few days. No kidding, mm-hmm. that's in one of your commercials. That's yeah. I think that his last win. I think he's Macaulay. Mm, I don't think so, but no, uh, yeah. maybe another. Anyway, salute. whatever he was eating was pretty darn good. He earned earned more than two million dollars. He won the Pegasus World Cup, and and Michael Hoy, who owns him, uh, he he donated Hoagie to us and Slim Shady, and we'd spoken a couple of months ago about the imminent, you know, that that eventually Zulu Alpha's Gelling would be retired and he would come to all friends, and I think they were planning that this race tomorrow. Or today, rather, um, would be his last, uh, might be his last race. And so, uh, but then they decided he, he wasn't kind of going into the race with the, with the same pep and vigor that he was in his previous starts. And so they decided to scratch him and send him. That's great. Now, yeah. how old is he? He's uh, eight. Oh, my. Well, he deserves a good retirement right yeah, he was long. A great, he's a great horse. One of the, you know, separating myself from that, 
as a handicapper and as a racing fan, I really wanted to see him run against Arco one more time, though, because they run against each other ten times, and Arco's won five, and he won five. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Arco's, if you got a picture Arco's there, still in. yeah, here he is. This is a, let me see a picture. A picture. Arco is a morning nine favorite, by the way. Yeah, Arco's a nice horse. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And what else do we have? Arch. Oh, so you know they did that promotion last month for old friends on TVG. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they announced last night that they they've got the final figures, and you know how much they raised for us in a month? Uh huh. Forty four thousand seven hundred dollars. Oh, good. We, you know, that'll keep Ursula. Well, that'll keep Ursula and Donuts for a couple more weeks. Yeah, that's right. Don't forget. (laughs) That's wonderful. Yeah, don't you think? Great. Yeah. Yeah, So they're going to come during the Keeneland meet because TVG will have their presence at Keeneland. They're going to come during the Keeneland meet. We're going to put up a sign and have some fun. Have a special TVG day. That's nice. So that's really good. Oh, and this is really cool. So this woman came on a tour a couple of weeks ago named Sarah, who remembered everything about Dixiana. um, Sarah Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Who was it? Sarah Fisher. Oh, well, she and I went on a tour together. Yeah, yeah. And Dixie, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So anyway, so she got this plaque that we're going to put up on a paddock, and it says, Honoring Ursula Ellis, Jr., You Are My Hero, Dixiana Farm in Sarah, 2000, 2021. No kidding. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Can I put that on my front door? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she was Uh, was so nice. Yeah, she's very nice. She's a really, well, you know, Miss Mary Fisher, her aunt then, we were going to take Betsy. We took Betsy to the State Fair, which is the home of the Saddlebred World Championship every year. And Miss Mary won a bunch of those championships. Wow. And she said that Miss Mary was supposed to be on the wall. They have a a huge thing with plaques and stuff right. for, you know, whoever. And we went and looked for it, and there it was. Mary Fisher um, champion, champion. Yeah. you know, so nice. that was fun. Very we nice. Well, we'll her. put this in a prominent place. For Where? At the barn. It's a farm. It's, it's oh, barn. okay. I thought maybe your basement or something. <laughs> I just That's want... where you might put it. <laughs> Down with a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You are my hero, and they even included the exclamation point. That was a 35 cents extra. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> well, wasn't that nice of Miss so you gonna Sarah. put that up at old friend? Yeah, my God, mm-hmm. I know. We'll pick a nice paddock. We'll pick out, you know, we'll pick out one of those grouchy horse paddocks, like Touch Gold's paddock. Or, <laughs> it's always a little, a little grouchy in the morning. Ah, oh, that's funny. right. <laughs> well, isn't that sweet of yeah, her? Right. Yes, she's yes, a very nice. nice person. I was delighted to really meet her. She had, you know, they ran a story when I wrote my little memoir, and, and Blood Horse ran a story on me, and was, in, you know. And she read the story. She subscribed to the Blood Horse. So she called the Blood Horse and wanted to get my phone number. They wouldn't give it to her. Yeah. Uh, but they, <clears throat> she gave them her number, and they called me and gave me her number, and I called her. Nice. That's been about two years ago, and we've been talking back and forth. You know, her, She's sweet. Her, she sent stuff to Betsy. Her father owned Dixiana. Yeah. You know, my, her, my dad was there from... Worked for him from 1929 until 1964. Wow. Her grandfather, Charles Her grandfather, yes, it was. It was really nice. I think she used to come, of course, in the summers when she was young and all that stuff. Yeah, so she wanted to see, she especially wanted to see the Folan Barn. Yeah, she came back to 
touch base with her family and her youth and all that kind of stuff. And it worked out beautifully. They Dixiana gave them an A++ tour. Rolled out the red carpet. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. I mean, I wasn't expecting that. No, it's great when the far- when farms do that too. It's such a I had taken such a, a boost. picture of uh, Matahara winning the uh, Breeders Futurity. Wow! At yeah. the, the the last one that was run at uh, the old Latonia, and that was in 1934, and she beat Discovery and and uh, Agrarian that day, and she was a champion two year old. Sure, I remember. Was, well, I don't remember her, but I read about her. Well, I remember I cleaned her stall many times. There time. you go. <laughs> Well, that is so fun. You're going to have to call Sarah well, I will. and thank her. That is really sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. It, 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 yeah. It, it was nicer. And then yesterday, Kate and Doug Bradar, uh, Kate, of course, on, on TVG all the time doing her wonderful yeah, she's, commentary. She's, she's good. Very smart. Yeah, she's, she's very good. good. Yeah. Yeah, she's her grandfather was Ted Atkinson, the yes. Hall of Fame jockey, and she knows a lot. And she yeah. she actually took a little silver charm around. And she helped me. She helped do the tour and added a, a, a whole a oh, whole lot cute. to it. But one of the cool things was is that Doug uh, Doug had a had a win picture for for Green Mask, one of his stakes races, and he saw no kidding. Yeah. Brad yeah. Cox apparently had a a mouse got into his files, and so he was cleaning out the files because the mice had chewed on some. He had to get rid of some oh, of the stuff no. and. Uh, and Doug looked over there and saw a win, a win picture for Green Mask. He said, I'm going to take that to Michael at Old That's Mads. nice. That's so we fun. got a picture of Green Mask and took some people around. We had a really good time. That's wonderful. Yeah, Katen is just as nice as she can be. We run into her on the occasion. You know that fundraiser so you fun. had over at the castle? Out there? Yeah, that was great. Uh-huh. She was the master of ceremonies. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was. And I, I, they were selling my little... Yeah, there that day, book. and she bought one and came on over to uh, order me to autograph it, and I couldn't remember her name to save my life, you know. <laughs> you know, my age, I've got an excuse, you know. <laughs> but anyway, and I said, I'm sorry, I, I just can't remember. Oh, Kate and Burdell, and then I remembered something, and I said, Oh, you're Ted Atkinson's granddaughter. <laughs> And she said, yeah, that's right. So I pulled that one out of the fire. <laughs> that's good. And I that's said, good. he was one of the all-time great writers, you know. He was. He really yeah. was. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Well, so it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. A whole a bunch of, of stuff you've got going this morning is mm-hmm. about history. I think that's great. That's just uh, wonderful. Yeah, well, how How is the, do you know anything about the museum in Saratoga, how it's going? It's going great. Yeah. Is it totally finished, or you were up yeah, there? Yeah, it's totally finished. Good. Yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. The movie that they show in there now is oh. is comparable to the one at the you know at the Derby Museum. Nice. Um, the the individual the video uh, displays they have for all the the inductees uh, and all the Hall of Famers is terrific. Good. It used to be you know it used to be basically. Uh, plaques, and we, you know, yeah, you go around right. with the plaques, which was really nice and and very respectful and everything. But just the whole element of adding the races and all those sorts of things for yeah. the different horses. Yeah. I mean, I sat there half of the day just w- watching Silver Charm and Precision just do their oh, cool stuff nice. over and over and over. That's nice, but it's really, really, really fun. It's very interactive. And the other thing is, they they have a really good staff there. I don't know how, how they got these it really good people. Rota. Yeah, Rhoda's up there. 
Uh, Brian B.A. is the communications director. But I mean the, the people that run the gift shop are nice and the people that, that are behind the desk that that, uh, that let you in and give you your tickets are nice. I mean, it's really it's really got a, a really good feel to it now. It's yeah. not as somber as it used to be. It yeah. used to be a you little too museum somber. And you say- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Just makes it so They've good. got a wonderful exhibit that's still going on about women in racing. Yeah. That's really, really good. Everything from owners and trainers to jockeys. And, good. That's nice. Yeah, and yeah. So that's they, they, they do a really, really good job. and It's a lot of fun. So even if you go to Saratoga in the off-season, which it is now, unfortunately, um, uh, you should stop by that. I wonder the if they the have museum. a virtual tour on on. The web, or however they do that. I don't. Stuff. I don't think they do, but you could check their website. Yeah, check their website. That's kind of a good idea. At least I bet know, they have pictures. For those who don't know who Rhoda was, that's Rhoda Ferreira, who used to run the uh, library out at Keeneland, and she had some health problems. And uh, thankfully, she straightened those out and uh, went to work farm up there. She was great. Yeah. Yeah. I should say too. I was really sad to see that Dr. Richardson passed away um, uh, last week, and. And he was just an amazing guy. I just saw him a bunch of times up at Saratoga this year. He had a special box there, and I knew oh, where, how to stock him. And, yeah. Uh, he was he, certainly great for racing, and he really cared about it. And That's good, yeah. very active, and I'm really sorry that, that he left us because he was a great guy. Yeah. That's I never that's had a shame. opportunity to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... Another reason to go to Saratoga. He's got that. He had that box right on the corner. Uh, yeah. He and his wife would sit there, and he always had a smile on his face, and nice. knew how to. You know, he he knew he knew so much about racing, and he, he was a handicapper, and he was a horse player, and he's a you know a doctor, and he and he was on the uh, racing commission, and he's on all the boards, and he he really was trying to shape racing into a, into the sport that it, we always wanted to become anyway so good we're gonna well, miss him but i'm sorry but that was good and uh 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 and i'm hoping zulu, zulu alpha will be here in the next couple of days where is he now he's down at kentucky downs kentucky. oh he of course he was gonna the, run he entered for the stakes today at michael maker changed trained him um see there's another zulu horse running that's when i got confused oh with yeah him. yeah that's that thing at uh it's a two-year-old i think at uh, bill betts bread yeah, I yeah. wonder if that. Well, the there's same a horse owner. who just one named Alpha Zula. <laughs> this is Zulu Alpha, and the other horse okay, Alpha Zulu. Okay, the other one is Zulu. That's why I wonder if same yeah. owners. Who I think, knows? I think, 
Yeah, just won a race. Yeah. 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 That's the one that's in one of your commercials. That's why yeah. it rang a bell. Macaulay's products. Alpha Zulu. This age. on Macaulay's products. Yes. There you go. Yeah. I wonder if that's the same owners. That's interesting. No. Hey, my echo's no, gone. No, it's not? No. Oh. Hey, what happened? They fixed it. They fixed the echo. They fixed my echo? Yeah. God, I was enjoying listening to myself. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> All right. I'm going to leave because Jack's here, and Jack, Jack's going to be uh, wonderful telling you some stories about well, he's Irish. Can't believe what he says. <laughs> <laughs> nice start, huh, Jack? <laughs> All right. He says the same thing about me, but he has other reasons. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I Thanks, speak the Michael. truth. Sit down, Jack. This is this is Jack Gilligan, who is uh, recovering, I guess, from a little accident down at was it the fairgrounds? Yeah, it was down at the fairgrounds uh, this past January. Yeah, hey, get a little closer a, to this, although it you wasn't speak. A little accident. It wasn't a little accident. <laughs> well, we're just correct you, know, you know, it's all always real. It was about down. six feet to fall, you know. <laughs> Fourteen hands, fifteen hands to go down, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it was yes, yeah, past past January at fairgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, so uh unfortunately like I said, I've had a couple of bad falls the last couple of years and uh this one wasn't all that bad, but it was kinda of like uh the repetitive concussions of kind of you yeah. know, the doctor said I've got to take a little they bit of time off. had more than one concussion, in other words? Yeah, so I had a pretty couple of bad falls. Uh, two years ago, I had a horse jump over, go over the rail down the lane, and I'd got knocked out. Where, what track was that? that? Was all, it was all at the fairgrounds, which is a shame, because I, I love it there so much, but it hasn't been very lucky with me when it comes to injuries. Sound like I don't it. know if I'd want to go back to <laughs> Yeah, You might go to Florida. I know, yeah, I'm going to try something different. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, less than a year later, then I had, I got brought down in a race, and I broke seven bones in my face, and... Oh. My collarbone and my jaw—that was pretty messy. And uh, recovered from that one. And then, like I say, then this year I had a horse. He just—he flipped in the gates, and I got launched out the back. And I just fell funny on my head, and I broke my collarbone again, and oh. got another bad concussion. So doctors are like, "You gotta, yeah. you gotta take it easy for a little bit." Um, but they're—they're—they're they're pretty positive I'll be all right. You know, they just said you—you you know, with the brain, it takes a lot yeah. longer to heal. So. Now, do you, do you have to get an okay? Yeah. Help you? Yeah, so hopefully middle of October I'm going to go get a checkup there uh, yeah. at Tulane University. Where are your doctors? Where? Um, Tulane Sports uh, Medicine Institute oh. in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. okay, because yeah. it's in Louisiana. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're pretty good, though. They do all the football players and stuff like that down there, so they're pretty good. Pretty well, good. Yeah. Well, you were riding very well on Yeah, things are going good. You know, I've, I've done good since coming here to America. I've had... Uh, win three grade threes and about 360 winners. Yeah. Um, That's great. And like I say, I kind of had a little, after that second injury where I, I hurt my face and stuff, um, it took me a little while to get going again. Um, but then once I did, I was flying. I, I just hooked up with a really good trainer down in Louisiana called Shane Wilson. Uh -huh. um, and he had a really nice barn. Like, he had like 45 horses and he was riding me on everything. And we we're doing really good there at the fairgrounds. And I'd finally, you know, found like a good barn to ride you know all the yeah, horses yeah. for and then get hurt again it's like, yeah so but it's just a part of it you know it's always ups and downs and swings and roundabouts i guess is what you call it yeah. well you started out riding in england didn't you yeah so born and raised in newmarket um my dad was a trainer um and uh when i say i was a apprentice to smart prescott over there who's pretty well respected trainer yeah. in newmarket um i rode for a year and then decided to come over here just really for the winter, really, just to kind of see how it went. Um, I'd previously come over here actually to the 
uh, North American Racing Academy on a student exchange when I was in the British okay. racing school. Oh, okay. Were you uh, in Naira? No, I wasn't in it, but I just came for... A, when I was in a British racing school in England, oh, I got they you. did a student exchange. So I came over here with all my good friends, Ben Rabelard, and uh, we just did a week here. Got oh, I was going to say, because Ursa was clocking. And we thought we knew all those kids. Yeah, yeah it was a, They were a, a yeah. good bunch. Yeah, I stopped training and, and uh, trained my last horse, set on my last horse in uh, 2002. And they wanted a clocker out here. I hadn't done anything all winter, so they asked me. If, that's when Keenan bought it. Okay, right. They asked me if I'd do the clocking, and I said, yeah, sure, why not, yeah. you know. It beats doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I get to look at horses, and they even paid me. <laughs> I've, I would have done it without paying people yeah. to know what I didn't tell them. <laughs> a lot less stressful in training, I bet, as yeah. well. <laughs> you rode for some trainers out here. You rode for oh, G- yeah. Jimmy Cargan. Jimmy Cargan, yeah. Put me on my first mount over here. Um, Jerry O'Dwyer, he used to be over here. He's up in Maryland right now. He gave me my first winner. But, yeah, I've ridden for – this was kind of my stomping ground when I first came here to America, like I say, because my connection was Chris McCarran from the yeah, Garden right. School. Um, you see I, Chris anymore? Oh uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, every now and again, actually, while I was up in Saratoga, I saw him up there. Um, he's always around, isn't he? You know. Yeah. So, oh yeah, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he is, yeah. isn't he? So, uh, like I say, when I come here, I, you know, I said, you know, he's he's the only person I knew really in the yeah. whole America in racing, and I said, you know, can you help me get started? So, you know, he got me in galloping for some of these guys here, and then obviously that winter. So I came in August of 2014 was when I came here. So, you know, I galloped for a little while, and then I started riding in the fall, and then, you know, obviously Turfway was where I really started yeah, getting going, yeah. and like I say, it was mainly all these guys here that gave me most of their support over the winter time, and uh, that's how I got, got going, and then ever since then, stayed in Kentucky for a couple of years, and, you know, did Churchill, Keeneland, yeah, rode up Indiana, Belterra, you know, just yeah. rode all these tracks around here, and then it's been like the last four years of it in the winter times I've gone down, gone down south to Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah, that's what people usually do. Yeah, it's, it's warmer. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's so funny. Like I used to turfway in the middle of the night, and it's like ten Tell degrees. You what, ain't it the truth? There's nothing worse than crawling home at one something in the morning, morning. I know. from from turfway, and you ran bad. I know. If you won, it's fine. <laughs> but if you go through that. That white castle on the oh, way. You know, it's awful. Yeah, I never understood why they they raced Ellis Park during the middle of the day and then Turfway in the middle of the night. It's like the two yeah. opposites. Yeah, I know. But, that's, um, that's something. We pulled that thing along. Yeah, you know? it's funny now. Like I've I've turned such a baby with the cold. If it gets below forty degrees, I'm crying now. If I'm riding one, and I used to ride uh, ten degrees with no yes, gloves on and exactly. stuff. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, gee yeah. whiz. Well, let me ask you. You said you were born in Newmarket. Uh huh. Yeah. That's English. I thought you were Irish. Well, last name is Irish, and most of my family, the, the name does come from Ireland. Um, we're from Galway, really. Most of our family, County Mayo. Um, Mine's from Cork. I'm from Cork. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah we still got still got some family out that way, and uh, I got an interesting story, actually. So I've, I've obviously got a lot of family in America as well, because my dad's yeah. actually American-born. Right. He born in New York. So the Gilligan name moved from Ireland over to England. In I think it was like eighteen seventy. Is that right? And it was two brothers who were on the run from the English because yeah. they were in the IRA. Oh, okay, gotcha. And they were on the run. They were wanted terrorists, and they came to America to escape the British. Right? so yeah, so it's kind of a cool story. I only found that out from uh, one of my uncles uh, not too long ago, actually. So. 
I'm a bit of a rebel at heart, I guess, but <laughs> I speak English and I sound English. Right, that's funny. My family came uh, during the, you know, bad times. Yeah. And uh, got here, and I'm sure they were barefoot when they left. Yeah. But they uh, they got to Cincinnati and started working and stuff. And my grandfather had a sister, and she would go around. They would bring the Irish over, and she'd go over and get them jobs. Yeah. And they'd give her 10 cents a week, and she'd save up and send over for a bunch of more Irish to come over. So that's how... That's how they got here. Got to interrupt you guys. Oh, no, we were And get into pedigrees over there now. <laughs> okay. Next thing you know, well, when am I? <clears throat> got to take care of my friends over at Claiborne. Two blames, a flatter and a run happy. Another productive weekend for the Claiborne stands. Blames, two stakes winners were, and I can't pronounce this, S-A-I-Y-D-A-B-A-D, the Aga Khan bred it. I spoke to him about that, and he's yeah, got to straighten up that out. Anyway, he won the... Uh, Group three, I can't pronounce this either. It's French. You want to do this commercial? That's what I'm Group three, Prix du Prince de Orange, Longchamp. And officiate one of the Bears Dan Stakes. Boy, that's a good one. Up at Gulfstream. Both are three year old colts. That horse, Sea Debat, I call him, was bred by the Aga Khan, fold in Kentucky. Perhaps the Aga Khan had. Sent his damn to blame after watching Senga by blame when the group won French Oaks. Officiating was bred in Florida by Vexo Racing Stable. Flatter's weekend stakes winner was a credit. <clears throat> I shouldn't have eaten that donut. Donuts are good. We got two boxes of them today. Ah, okay. Let me try it again. Flatter's weekend stakes winner was accredited a three-year-old colt bred in Kentucky by E.H. Bo Lane, the third. Uh, Bo's from over on uh, in Bourbon County, by the way. Good old boy from Bourbon County. Oh, good. Yeah, that's where we live in Bourbon County. Anyway, accredited led from wire to wire to win the $750,000 Dueling Grounds Derby, going a mile and five-sixteenths. Second early in the American Derby at Arlington, accredited has posted wins at Keeneland and Churchill. And he's earned $572,000. Run Happy's weekend stakes winner was Run Up. Uh, she won the $200,000 sorority in Mammoth. Wired the field to win by three after winning a previous start by six and a quarter at Pimlico. Never headed in either race. Run Up was bred by James McInvale, Mattress Mac, trained by Laura Wollers right here at the Thoroughbred Center. Blame and Flatter are established grade one sires. Run Happy is well on his way. With but one crop to race, a full season, he's already sired three stakes winners, two in New York, plus four more to place in stakes, all at major tracks, two in graded stakes, including following the C, who was second in the grade one Haskell, and third in the grade one uh, H. Allen Jerkins Memorial. And then on Wednesday, uh, Love the Nest, a two-year-old coat by Blame, won the $100,000 Northern Light Stakes up at Canterbury, so... There we go. We've got nothing to blame. That's three stakes winners in just a couple of days. For more on the Claiborne stands, call Bernie Sams at 859-987-2330 and see the website at ClaibornFarm.com. Well, in the mischief is well on his way to topping a North American style is for the third straight year. Indian Creek is offering two colts by in the mischief Thursday at Keeneland. They're in barn 45. One out of a stakes place full sister to a grade one winner, the other a young half-sister to two graded stakes winners and a graded stakes producer. In the same Indian Creek consignment, you'll also find a coat by Arrogate, 
uh, out of the stakes winner, Jay Ray. Uh, she won over $745,000. Two Colts by the Red Hot Juvenile South Practical Joke. And Uncle Mo Philly out of a great, young graded place daughter of John's Causeway. Two by the Superior Sire Flatter. One a Colt out of a graded place mayor. The other a Philly that's a half sister to a graded stakes winner of over 475000 There's also a Philly by Not This Time. It's a half sister to the graded stakes winner Abs Khan. And a coat by City of the Light out of a young daughter of Pleasant Home, winner of the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Distaff, earner of over one point million and a half-sister to the multiple Grade 1 winner and millionaire Guarana. As the astute horseman Mike Ryan said at one time, they raised them the right way at Indian Creek, and that's a quote, and they've been doing so for years. So stop and judge for yourself during Barn 45 at Keeneland, and you don't want to miss the Indian Creek yearlings. Indian Creek is also selling at as agent, hip number 1028, affiliated by Madalia Doro, out of champion Day at the Spa, bred and raised at Stone Street Farm. And you know they raise runners. Day at the Spa won three grade one stakes and $2 million. And she is a, this is a terrific filly. So don't miss that consignment out at Keenan. I'm through if you want to play a little music or something. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. There we go. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. Live radio. Uh, live radio. Live radio. I'm talking to Jack Gilligan, who's uh, getting ready to start riding again as soon as he can, I'm sure. Another lady that you rode out, out here, uh, what was that lady's name? You want to race down Michael? at Michael? Michael Ann Ewing. Michael Ewing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she So uh, when I had my bike bug year, um, she gave me the most support out of anyone, really. Um, she had a lot of good horses. She's a trainer from California, and she used to summer over here and then spend the winters in California. But I think now she spends all year here in Kentucky. Yeah, she lives here now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Lovely lady. Oh, yeah, she's, she's the best. And I say we had a lot of success. Um, together, win a lot of races, win some races at Churchill Downs. Um, she actually... Flew me out to Del Mar to ride a couple of horses for her as well, nice. which was so cool. I loved it out there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously a really good win was at Kentucky Downs. Um, on yeah, t- last year. Uh, no, well, this was this was back in uh, 2015. It would have been it was when I was riding for her. Oh, oh okay. And um, yeah, uh, ubiquitous mantle, and uh, she's a Irish bred filly, and uh, she couldn't. She didn't like to be hit. So I was kind of like close to lead for out and I made the lead come down the lane and it's the hardest thing in the world like when you got a horse like because you feel everyone's about to swamp you and it's like you know the natural instinct is you know like give them a reminder but you you know you can't and I was hands and heels riding her, hands and heels riding her and they were like bearing down, bearing down but just so slowly and but she had showed so much heart and we held in by about literally probably a nose I think it was was the official yeah. distance wow. like it was a pretty cool win and Ooh. yeah that's cool it was, a, it was an allowance race as well over there so it was a big purse and everything so that was cool and uh yeah like I say she, she's she's been real good support to me over the last you know yeah. when I was getting you going know, and stuff her, like that her father was ambassador to Ireland yeah yeah, yeah. under Ronald Reagan did you know that Jackie? no I didn't know that yeah that's she went up on my estimation right there <laughs> well, that's interesting. Well, now, what? Where you're a citizen of where? Um, English, 
English, but I've got a green card here. Oh, okay, you've got a dual citizenship. Is that what, what you do? I have to to get that. I have to be here for ten years. So oh, gotcha. I've been I've been here seven years. So oh, now, so. okay. I just wondered how that worked because you're not a member of the EU anymore. But if know, you were yeah. Irish, you would be. Yeah, I know. Interesting. I was thinking about trying to get an Irish passport. To be honest, yeah. With you. Yeah, because you know it's such a good advantage. That name, you ought to be able to just walk in and get it. I know, right? right? Yeah, good for. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting how that works. Yeah, good. So now, what are you doing right now? Are you working out or? What oh yeah, so you know, obviously, try to keep the weight down. Hit the gym five days a week. Um, oh, I'm not allowed to ride, obviously, which is the toughest thing. So um, this car gonna be difficult. I get back on horses. Gonna take me a while to get fit because. I think anyone you know who's ridden, yeah. so different it doesn't matter how yeah. much you work out in the gym, it's so different when you're actually riding a horse. Yeah. It's you know. all different, whatever, muscles yeah. or whatever, so it's, it's totally it's different. So it's kind of like starting from scratch again. So it'll take a little while for me to get back very fit, I'd say. Um, and yeah, like I say I was planning on, I was hoping to do uh, the presenting job actually at Ellis Park this summer. Um, I was lined up to do that, but then it kind of fell through last minute. They didn't have the budget to have a presenter there in the paddock. So I was a bit disappointed about that. Um, and then really I've just been going on um, a couple of podcast, horse racing podcasts and stuff. I've been doing a bit of uh, handicapping over the Saratoga meet for the uh, um, Racing Radar um, oh. podcast. Uh, so that's been fun. Uh, been Are doing... you good at it? Are you good at handicapper? Uh, yeah, actually the set, the... I've only, I did it last four weeks, um, and twice I won the pick four, so Ooh, that was good. Good for so, you. Yeah, so that was good. Dang. And, um, so that went all right. He's, he's two up on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> me too. But it's funny, I'm not a very big debtor. I, I've never really felt it. Yeah, I've never yeah we didn't I, either. I, I, we I, never. Yeah, we just, that wasn't what we were in it for. No, exactly. So, um, yes, yeah, so I've been bouncing around doing that, and yeah, just... Try to keep myself busy doing bits and bobs, you know. But yeah, it's it's kind of nice the first month or two having a bit of a vacation, and then it's like you start walking your box and yeah. you know getting restless. So yeah, uh, exactly. How yeah. bad? Yeah. And when do you go back to the doctor? Uh, middle of October. So okay. So if they now. let you free, are you going to stay at the fairgrounds? I probably will. I probably get fit. Um, I'm hoping maybe by the end of me I'll be back race fit and ready to ride. Um, it just kind of have to depend, really. Yeah, will you, know. you exercise in the morning? Yeah, so that's in the what morning, I think. And so that will get you fit. Yes, yeah, so that's the plan. So hopefully, middle of October, I'll get the green light to ride, and then the horses will ship in there sort of the end of October usually, and I'll just start, you know, exercising yeah. in the morning. You'll have to pick up an agent too, won't you? Yeah, probably will. Yeah, when I get down, you know, when yeah. I, once I get closer to race riding, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so. I read something recently about the difference between riding and race riding. It's like day and night. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like a bicycle and a, and a Ferrari that you're never, unless you've done it over and over, you're not ready to do it. You, it's extraordinary. I mean, I went out on a pony, you know, here at the training center, and that, that was just. <laughs> Well, it was a Western saddle, and I could hardly move my legs. Yeah. It was crazy, but it's a whole different world. Oh, yeah. You know, you're riding so short, um, and then obviously, you know, you've got a small little saddle, and, you know, your boots are slippery, your pants are slippery. Yeah. So, you know, kind of, it's not really... <laughs> it's not really ideal for actually staying on the horse, really. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's one of those things, you know, I've ridden, like, probably 36, 3,700 races now, and it's just... 
you don't think anything of it anymore. But is that right? it is when you take a step back. It is pretty amazing, you know. And it's 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 beautiful that they you know they let us tame them like that as well. And you know and we race them and uh, yeah, it's, it's a real art form. I always think you know now I've kind of, I've been you know able to sit back for once in the last seven years and actually watch it, you know. Yeah. And it is it's it's impressive. I got a question. I noticed it used to be like riders would squat. Mm -hmm. on the horses and now yeah. you look and they're riding standing when their legs are straight what's that i guess it's just you know style changes i guess you know like you know back in the 20s and 30s they rode so long and yes then, of course and, and then, then they, they start shortening up um and like i say it's probably is a bit to do with uh you know if you were like obviously you know we get squatted right down at the finish you know yes. So it's a combination of two things. Um, usually, you know, when you're in that higher stance, you know, like how you would be when you're galloping a horse in the mornings, yes. it's cast, they can feel that. So it's sort of a thing like early part of the race, if you want your horse to settle and be a bit right. more relaxed, right. you kind of, that That's stance. interesting. Yeah, yes. I think they can oh. feel that. And then obviously, I always see it as like an accelerator getting pushed down. So the lower you get down oh. to them, they can't see, feel that. See, I didn't that. think about that. All I yeah. could think of was... You're not fit enough to squat, but that that's not I mean, that probably is a bit of it as well, to be honest with you. But, um. Well, well, well um, at the riding school, uh, they would have to be able to put their back against the bench oh, yeah. and put your back against, against the wall, wall yeah. and do that for 20 minutes. Yeah. That's what Chris McCarron had them do. That'll teach you. I mean, I can oh, go yeah. for six but or seven had, seconds. Chris still have his one with those riding things that y'all get on, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the exercises. Yeah. Does he have them? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I actually well, I bought. You got to start visiting him. I, I, well, I actually I bought one off him, like when I started riding over. I bought one and oh, so you, I got one so in my you house. Have one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's I, yeah, good. I still use, well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah I still use. I got to catch so. up on these. Okay. Be right with you in a minute. Well, Labor Day at Del Mar, the hundred and two thousand dollar Del Mar Juvenile Turf Stakes. Well, there's one by McKinnon, a two-year-old colt by American Pharaoh. McKinnon is the 13th 2021 stakes winner by American Pharaoh. For a graded stakes winner, he is the number one ranked third crop sire in both categories. Two days earlier, Joker Boy, a two-year-old colt from the first crop of Practical Joke, remained undefeated to win the $100,000 I'm Smoking Stakes at Del Mar. Practical Joke is also the sire of Wit, winner of the grade three Sanford at Saratoga, and second in the grade one hopeful after going to his knees at the break. We displayed good courage by weaving his way through the field to finish second. And here's another runner by Practical Joke to keep your eye on. Little Vic won a maiden special at Gulfstream in his career debut by a widening three-and-a-half lengths on September 4 to become the 12th winner for his first sire. Three of the top four leading freshman sires of 2021 stand at Ashford Stud, Practical Joke, Classic Empire, and Caravaggio. Caravaggio is ranks... Uh, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No He's uh, tops the freshman stylist by number of winners. He's got 18. Matter of fact, he ranks number one among all sires in that category. 
and also by a number of stakes horses with seven. The champion at two and again at three, Caravaggio, is by the great sire Scat Daddy, who also stood at Ashford Stud. For more on the stands over at Ashford Stud, call the farm at 859-873-7088. And the website is coolmore.com. All right, Quillen Leather and Tack. Here's something. Of course, Quillen Leather and Tack is the nation's largest custom halter shop. They do 20,000 a year. I think they've done something like a half a gazillion in oh. the history. Yes, Same more or less, yeah. but a lot. And uh, 20,000 plus halters a year, ship worldwide. Come on. Um, if you want to look it up, it's Quillen, Q-U-I-L-L-I-N.com in Paris. 859-987-0215. Now, here's something that's kind of interesting. Because Christmas is coming and all that good stuff. Do you know you can send, you can get a Quillen gift certificate. See, I didn't think about that. That's a nice present. I mean, that's, you know, if you want to send it as a present, you do certain things and... um they have, oh, here's what's nice. If you, they have a 365 day redemption period. So whoever you give the present to has got 300, got a year to go pick out what they want. And I think that's really neat. Their stuff is gorgeous. Um, I was thinking about Christmas, you know, some people, you know, belts and checkbook covers and I've got one that holds credit cards. Fly spray, thank God for fly spray. They carry piranha fly yeah. spray. And that, this it's summer, that's been it. I mean, it, it, you use that or they're running around with those gross, huge, green, nasty flies chasing them all over the place. It's Boy, terrible. They, they run them, too. Oh, it was, it's been a terrible yeah. year for it flies. It works, because I've been using it. it, it yeah, we, we switched. Dr. Waldridge recommended it. Yeah, it was, we had what, you know, usually works, but not this summer. Verona works, and yeah. they've got it at Quillen. And, of course, they got everything at Quillen. So what you need, oh, don't forget Oscar Diggs Restaurant downtown on North Lime, Ralph's Restaurant. They change their menu all the time. Their, their sandwiches and stuff, they change it constantly. It's great, really good stuff. And... He has opened his second shop in Paris, tax shop. It's open from 9 to 5 every day. They're closed, I think, 1230 to 1.30 for lunch. And they're open 9 till 12 on Saturday. And what it is is they've moved a bunch of the people that do the leather crafting. The machines and everything are downtown. So tourists can stop in. You can stop in and order something. They're really nice. I'll tell you, I was thinking the other day how nice they are. Betsy, her horse, my daughter, her horse went down. She has brain injury. Oh. She's not walking. But anyway, she had this great, big, wonderful stuffed horse that she loved, and she carried that all through her when she was in the hospitals and stuff. Anyway, I took it in one day. It's got a head about, I don't know, so as big I, as a Shetland. Yeah, just about. <laughs> I took it into Quillen, and Betsy wanted a nice halter for that, and they made her one. Oh, really? Brass nameplates and all. I mean, that's how nice they are. They didn't have to do that. They were so sweet. But anyway, it's Quillen. 
Q-U-I-L-L-I-N dot com in Paris, 987-0215. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. Well, Jack, we're going to have to let you go here pretty quick. I had one under. other question. All right. Well. I read the other day, and I don't know if it's baloney or not, but you know, I rode. Yeah. I'm too old now, but I rode. <laughs> not on the track, but you know. Yeah. That's um, that's dangerous enough. Yeah, yeah hill topping is dangerous yeah, enough. Yeah. But I read that horses are so sensitive they can hear your heartbeat, and they said that's why you get on. And you're scared. They know you're scared. Yeah, you're yeah. Daggone right. You better calm yourself. Do you think that's true? I definitely believe they can. They can sense how you're feeling for sure. Absolutely. I always found, like, as a rider, I always found, like, you know, when you're in a little bit of a lull and your confidence is down, they can sense that. And then it's like other times when you're when like you're winning and your confidence is up and you feel like the man. It's like it doesn't matter if it's a piece of crap or like they'll. They, it's like it's like they they feed off it too. If you know what I mean, yes. they get their confidence. You know when you're confident and yeah, and that's, that, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a thing. You know when you're if you're riding a nervous kind of horse, if you're just you know kind of yeah. just worrisome free and on top of them, don't really pay attention to them. That's kind of the best way to be. And uh, yes, yeah, they they definitely can sense it. Yeah, you know? they know exactly. You know, you're riding along and you look down and there's a big cliff there and you're going oh, they know they're gonna be like oh. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll do the same thing. You have to look ahead. and yeah, I used to ride with a friend every time we got near a tiny puddle. Oh, it's okay. Mm. Easy, easy. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. And the horse go, ho, ho, ho. But it was the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> you know, it wasn't anything. But the horse will take off whether it's good or bad off your brain. Yeah, well, you know, when you build a, ho- build a relationship with a horse and a bond with them, you know, they trust you. So they're, yeah. they're kind of always kind of looking up at you a little bit like, you know, yeah. if you're worried, they're like, "Oh gosh, should I be worried too?" Yes, like, you know what's exactly. going on, you know. And if you're yeah. if you're giving off an aura of, you know, yeah. confidence interesting, interesting. Go that too. Well, thank you for that opinion. I think that's interesting stuff. All righty. Well, we got to let you go. I want to plug your dad's book one more time. It's around Kentucky with a bug, and this is the bug we've been talking about here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a very interesting book. Yeah, it's a good book. We and enjoyed it. You. Listen, uh, Jack, we want to keep up with you. Good luck. Sounds good. Yeah, Very let nice us know. You guys. Thank when you for having me in. When you win the Derby, come in. I will do. Yeah, oh. I won't forget you guys. <laughs> well, and when you're riding up here in the spring or summer or something, stop yes, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will do. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. do for sure. Yeah. All right, thank you guys. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Appreciate it. Okay. Really nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Good Have to a good meet one. you. Say hello to Patrick. Yeah, I will do. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Well, let's see. You want to try to see if we can get. Yeah, we'll get him after the break. After the break? Okay, I'll do what am I doing right now? Spencer Farm? <laughs> yeah. Well, last Saturday, Del Mar, the grade two $200,000 John C. Maybee stakes was won by going to Vegas. Four-year-old Philip of Golden Sense. <clears throat> two days later, the $500,000 Kentucky Downs Mile went to Tis the Bomb, a two-year-old quote by Hit It a Bomb. Golden Sense and Hit It a Bomb stand at Spencer Farm, the Breeders' Farm. Golden Sands is the leading son of champion sire and the mischief at stud. He is the sire of 18 to win a place in stakes this year. Going to Vegas, besides the great two John C. Maybe, has won the grade three Santa Ana. She's placed in three more graded stakes, including a grade one. Phantom Currency has won the grade two Mac Diamata. Wild Man Jack, the grade three Paulus Verdus. Very little sense 
and the Ellis Park debutante, 11% of his runners have earned black type. Golden Sense, the only two-time winner of the Graders, Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, winner also of the Grade 1 Santa Ana Derby, earned over $3 million. Hit it a bomb, winner of the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile, Turf, and a son of Warfront, with but one crop to compete a full season, decided nine to earn black type. Five stakes winners, two graded, plus five more to place in stakes, two ungraded stakes. He signed runners. Take a good look at the sales yearlings by Golden Sense and hit it a bomb. For more information, call Dez, Brian, or Mark at 859-294-0030. And the website is spendthriftfarm.com. All righty, we're going to do, see, I thought I pulled a new one. Well, we're going to have to take care of our friends over on College Road again uh, for Hill and Reagan. Reagan. Yeah, that's a good farm. Reagan Parker. It's very well priced. I know. Well located. And uh, you got some, there you got it. Anyway, of course, Hill. <clears throat> it's radio. It's okay if I've got my food on my face. Yeah. Okay. Well, except I have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> picky, picky, picky. Yeah. <laughs> Hill and Regan Park, of course, they, uh, they're in real estate business, and uh, they specialize in horse farms uh, to our land that's suitable to, to adapt to have a horse farm, especially in, in the central Kentucky area, and they know what to do because uh, they're horse people, and that's really important. Uh, if you're looking for something, for land to, to develop into horse, horses, for horses, and uh, They've had over 18 years' experience in in real estate, so this is a nice little horse farm over in Bourbon County that, uh, that uh, you know, that is an interesting piece of property. So, uh, Jackie, you want to say something about sure. it? Sure. Hill sold a, a nice place the other day. Maybe this past week I saw it somewhere. They yeah. sold a really well, nice. Well, they sell it all the time. Yeah. I just, uh, they, you know, I just happened to catch that one. This farm... <clears throat> 38 acres, 583 College Road. This is Bourbon County. Um, this is nice. Three beds, two baths. Um, like I said, 38 acres. New flooring, tongue and groove ceilings. I forgot what tongue and groove ceilings means. But And beadboard walls just added. Plus, new insulation. One of the best-priced small horse farms on the market. Right now, the third bedroom is a den, but you can fix that. New fencing just added indoor. Oh, here you go. Pay attention. Indoor and outdoor arenas. And they got automatic waters. 19 stalls in two barns and an environmentally sensitive barn apartment. I was thinking about that. How would you have an environmentally barn apartment? You would insulate it so that you wouldn't smell the barn. You know, it wouldn't stink, okay. I guess. Okay. I don't, uh, think, I don't think you're wrong with barns. Well, I don't either, but... I feel like one most of the years of my life anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's really a good, good buy. 2007 is when they built the house, so that's great. Anyway, 583 College Road, Bourbon <laughs> County. Check it out and... Um, you know. Great county to live in, too. Oh, it is. It really uh, is. We love Bourbon County. Anyway, their website is lexhorsefarms.com. Lexhorsefarms.com. That's Hill and Regan Parker at 859-608-8039. Now, back to Horse Tales with Ursula Ellis. 
All righty. Well, I got to talk to some stranger down in Starkville, Mississippi now. I think we have Brian, <laughs> Dr. Brian Walridge. Are they going to play today? You got what? Is Mississippi State going to play today? Football. Well, it's football season. I imagine they're going to play. Hey, good Who morning. Who are they playing down there, Brian? They're playing North Carolina State. Since I'm home, I'll ring the cowbell. Oh, there you go. He's ringing his cowbell. <laughs> There's that cowbell. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Hey, we, we just, we just uh, trading in a car today, and, and uh, <gasps> we have to take that. Did you get the cowbell out? Uh, well, I- With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, it's still in the back. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you got to get that out. Because, oh, you know, yeah. you, can, you, you all can bring it down with you if you come. Um, I think it's October 30th for the U.K. game. Oh, okay. oh no kidding! What time is that game? I don't know. It's it's um, a lot of times it's at night, but I don't know because I talked one of the guys at the vet school. Uh, his brother works for the athletic department, so just yesterday he said, "Now, if you need some UK tickets, I can get you some." So oh. you you and Ursel Rusty have to take a road trip. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's fun. Listen, we're Kentucky fans. We know where the better than to take. <laughs> We'd watch them lose at home. You know? <laughs> Mississippi State only they had to do a come behind uh, one point win last week over Louisiana Tech, though. So I I like UK's chances. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. Who did they play today? North Carolina State. North Carolina State. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But what's going on down your way? Any new strange diseases that you seem to come up with every week? <laughs> <laughs> well. I, I did. It's the right time of year. Um, I was talking to a vet in Arkansas this week because we, yeah, we see some horses from Arkansas here, and um, that had an outbreak of uh, EEE in in Arkansas, and she really? was treating a horse that she thought had it, and um, you know that's true this time of year. I, I, so I don't think Kentucky's had a case in years upon years, but. Um, this time of year, we get start to see more mosquito diseases because the, you know, either the water's drying up or some people think the mosquitoes maybe feed a little different because they prefer to bite birds earlier in the year. But either way, you see more mosquito diseases this time of year, so it's a reminder to if they're due because mine are to give them their West Nile and their Triple E uh, vaccines along with everything else they need. Yeah. So I, you know, it's a well, those diseases is out there, and in horses, the survivability is essentially zero. Uh, Auburn had one a couple years ago that tested positive and lived, but that I, I'm a little skeptical over that because the horse came out totally normal neurologically. But you know, also humans can get that disease. So when horses start getting it, you know it's out there, and usually if human cases happen, the horse cases will happen first, just because they're exposed to mosquitoes more oh man that's awful you know it's all of a sudden here it's gotten buggy we didn't have it seems to do it late in the year you know for whatever reason 
Yeah. So what does it look like when they get it? I've seen about three cases, and I think in almost all of them, maybe all of them, when the owners called you, they said they were colicking because it's a neurologic disease affects your brain. So you know, the behavior changes do kind of look like a horse colicking. But the ones I've had, too, have had pretty high fevers. If I remember right, they're like 103. Yeah. And, and you know, the one of the common names for it is sleeping sickness. So the, the horses will be you know, like they've been sedated real heavy. When when you look at them, I think maybe that's why people think they're cocky because they, you know, they kind of do at first glance, and um, they have an unsteady gait. Some of them will head press, like the horse that um, that I was called about uh, was head pressing, so they'll put their you know their forehead up against the stall wall or whatever, and just push on it, which you know, that can be a sign of neurologic disease and in horses for other things too. But uh, and they. They die. They always die you know, pretty quickly after clinical signs start. Oh, that's a shame. And the, the, it's, huh, interesting. So you very seldom see it early on. You see it in late summer. Yeah, it, it can happen any time, but, but those um, mosquito diseases usually pop up late summer. Yeah. And the, 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 the speculation is either the... Because water sources dry up, mosquitoes have to go farther. Because you know they like to feed on uh, birds and especially baby birds, uh, really? and then they'll whether they just change what they feed on later in the year or just have to go farther. Nobody really can explain that. But um, you always think you know, like August, July, August, when you start to see those diseases pop up. That's interesting. We've had a this summer. Uh, gee, I guess a month or two ago, we've had a thing from the state I guess wildlife where they said pull your bird feeders birds were getting real sick and they didn't want any one of them concentrated at the bird feeders so we emptied ours now they said last week we could put them back out so you know who knows what the birds had but this has been a real weird time I mean oh and the piranha works really well that it's it's my favorite. It's my absolute favorite fly spray because um, that's the one we use here. Because we've got horse flies here because we have this lake in front of the house. So you know, horse flies need water to breed. Right. So I've got some hummingbird sized horse flies out there. Well, that's a Amen. truth. And we've had so much rain this summer. You've got puddles everywhere. You know, I mean, it's just it's been a real odd. Year, the, the grass around here now in central Kentucky looks like the grass in, in mid-June. Yeah, well, and another thing we've noticed, we have tulip poplars. They were real thick. Half the leaves fell, and the other half still up. Isn't that weird? Yeah, but that storm went through, um, I guess that was week, wasn't it? It blew a lot of the leaves off here. Is that right? I don't know. The rest of the trees are fine. It was just the tulip poplars. I think they got a second growth of leaves maybe when we had weeks of rain in the spring. I don't know, but they're, they seem to be fine. They don't seem to be dying, but anyway. All right, my friend. Uh, when are you coming up again? Hopefully um, pretty soon. I've got 
is I've got to vaccinate um, the herd and old friends, and then um, you did one already? of the folks here that I work with is is leaving to take another job at another school, so I'm getting ready to be the entire uh, equine medicine section of the school, <laughs> so oh, I think I'm going to be pretty busy. It's going to be just me, so uh, it may be a little harder, but the school told me they want me to you'll know, get to Kentucky like when the mayor runs again and uh, yeah. you'll get up there to help out old friends and uh, I really want to see Zulu Alpha and um, yeah, the Silver Charm that? Uh, daughter that uh, Michael has now yeah that's great um, but it's just me so it's going to be busy yeah huh I'll be darn good Alrighty. I got a promotion <laughs> you got a promotion somebody a promotion. quit and you le- you got left right? I hope it came with more money yeah that's well, I don't know. Yeah, I got a cowbell, so I guess that's okay. a good start. <laughs> Maybe you'll get two cowbells. Who knows? Yeah, you All need right, one right. for each hand. I need a maroon one and a white one. I have a maroon oh, one right now. There you go. Well, thanks, Brian. Yep. Oh, that's good. I miss go. you guys terrible, and uh, hopefully see you soon. I hope so, too. Yeah, we miss so you, too. too. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thanks, for the, thanks a lot. We'll Bye. talk to you next week. All right. All right, see you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh, bye. Well, they believe in supporting their stands out at Airdrie Stud. For proof of that, just look at the pedigrees of the eight yearlings offered by Burton C. Jones Airdrie Stud agent, Barn 48 at Keeneland. Three are from the first crop. Sire by the Airdrie Stud stand collected. I'm a grade one winner of nearly three million. One is a colt out of Believe You Can, winner of the Grade One Kentucky Oaks of over 1.2 million, and already a stakes producer. Another is a half sister to the aforementioned Believe You Can, and the third is out of the graded stakes winner Silver Reunion. Dam of Group Two stakes winner Speak to Me of Summer, Speak to Me of Summer by uh, Summer Front, who also stands at Airdrie Stud. Then there are three by the Red Hot Young Airdrie Stallion. Cairo Prince, one is a half-sister to Champion Proud Spell, winner of the Grade 1 Kentucky Oaks and the Grade 1 Alabama, another that's a half-sister to the Grade 1 winner Include Me Out and to the Grade 1 winner Check the Label. The third is the first foal out of a tough stakes mare, Hey Nikki, from a strong Airdrie Stud family. There's also a filly by the proven Grade 1 Sour Creative Cause out of a young half-sister to the multiple graded stakes winner My Boy Jack, a son of Creative Cause, who also stands at Airdrie Stud. The only member of the consignment not by an Airdrie Stallion is the, a filly by Quality Road that's a half-sister to Airdrie Stud bred Biofuel, a horse of the year in Canada, to also to two Indy Wee, a champion two-year-old filly in Canada, and Saratoga Stakes winner Indian Pride. Now, this is a terrific consignment. They're in Barn 48. They sell September the 16th. At Keeneland. Let's see, what else have we got going here now? We got WWTFAM, Georgetown, Lexington. WTF. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Want unlimited access to pedigrees for more than 2 million folds? Then Brisnet.com's American Produce Records is for you. Updated in real time and available on demand? Go to Brisnet.com slash APR. Optimized for tablet and mobile, Brisnet.com's APR online is the place for instant access to a wealth of information on nearly every North American thoroughbred dating back more than a century. 
race records, public auction prices, pedigree statistics, and more, all included for $275 per year. Visit brisnet.com slash APR and discover why the APR has been the choice of bloodstock and racing professionals for generations and why a new generation is using APR online. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All righty, well, I believe we have Steve Moody on the line with us now. Steve is the author of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet. Big day down in Kentucky Downs today, Steve. Yeah, a bunch of uh, bunch of stakes races, including the Million Dollar Turf Cup, and uh, you got several at uh, 750000 So, yeah, big day down there. A lot of big fields. Good, uh, good betting uh, opportunities. Wow, I tell you, a couple of million dollar purses that uh, see the one uh, came at Turf Cup is a million, and then the FanDuel Turf Sprint uh, is a million, and the others are kind of cheap, you know. Uh, yeah, Cincinnati at seven fifty. But let's have the winners of those two. How about those two million dollar races? All right. Well, the. Uh, the first of those would be the uh, the turf sprint, uh, six furlongs for uh, three-year-olds and up, a million-dollar purse, 13, uh, uh, 13 entered in here. Um, I came back to the defending champ, Ursel. Uh, I thought uh, Imprimus uh, got... Uh, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Got a much needed tightener last time out. I think he'll uh, move forward today. As I said, he won this race uh, last year. And uh, it looks like he'll, uh, there's plenty of speed in here. I think he can sit off the, uh, off the leaders under uh, a Rad Ortiz and, uh, uh, try to uh, run them down late. Uh, thought Fast Boat was uh, very impressive last time out, won the Troy Stakes at Saratoga. And I think if he runs back to that race uh, today for Joe Sharp, uh, I think he's got a uh, a big chance in here. And there's several others that obviously I think you've got to look at. Uh, Casa Creed. For Bill Mott, you got uh, got Stormy, the the mayor, taking on the boys, and cer- certainly she's uh, she's beaten the boys uh, several times. Come just comes out of her the uh, four star Dave at Saratoga just did that. Uh, three horse Bombard uh, horse has good sp- speed. Uh, comes in for Richard Mandela from California, Flavian Pratt. So this is a very 
I thought a very tough race, but uh, in promise at uh, six to one, uh, that's where I landed. So we'll go. Uh, let's see, uh, twelve, uh, uh, twelve, two, and five uh, in the turf sprint. Uh, the other million-dollar race is the Turf Cup uh, stakes. Calumet, I think it's Calumet sponsors that one. Um, big field in here, sixteen. So there'll be there'll be some there'll be some scratches. Uh, this race too, I thought extremely tough. You've got the uh, uh, defending defending champ back, Arclo. Uh, You've got uh, uh, Zulu Alpha. We've, I think they said yesterday he's going to re- retire, so you could probably take him, uh, take him out. Uh, you got Channel, excuse me, Channel Gat. Um, the one I went with with Urza was Tide of the Sea for uh, Mike Maker. This uh, this one looks to be. Uh, Headed in the right direction right now, and I think he does his best running at the longer distances, the the marathon uh, type distances. He was a winner in his long start at Kentucky Downs. I think he'll be up close early under uh, Luis Saez, who's a very good uh, 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 rider that's up that likes to be up close early and. Uh, I'm gonna give him a you know mild upset. He's six to one on the morning line, so that's where we landed there. Channel Cat has been uh, having a very good year. He ran big in his last uh, mile and a half try. I think you got to look at him going for Jack Sisterson. Uh, Johnny Velasquez comes in uh, to ride him, and of course Arclo uh, had a kind of a Kind of, kind of a weird trip last time out on the West Coast, but uh, he may be rounding back into form. Uh, he'll be running at the end, and as I said he's the defending champ. I think he's got a big, a big shot in here. But I'm going to go with Tide of the Sea. Try to take a little, get a little bit of a price, and we'll go. Uh, let's see, four, uh, four, three, five in the uh, Calumet Turf Cup. All righty, 4-3-5. Okay. All righty. Uh, well, what's the spread on the football game this afternoon? Like five, five, five and a half. It's most of what I've seen. Kentucky favorite? Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's surprising, kind of. Uh, I guess it's because they're playing at home. Yeah, I think obviously, and uh, you know, Missouri didn't look like a world beater last week, so uh, they kind of had their uh, struggles, especially on the defensive end. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's going to be, a, I think it'll be a good game. I, I sort of expected Kentucky to be favored. I thought it'd be. It opened at three, and it jumped up to five almost immediately, and that's pretty much stayed there all week long so huh. we'll see hopefully they'll they'll play up to that uh 
the way the folks are uh, are backing them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I might I might even turn into this. It's a pretty important game for them, you know. If they're going to have a decent season, they need to beat this team. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. No, there's, there's not a. I think there's a little bit of uh, uh, sort of friction with these two teams too. You know, they we uh, sort of stole that game out there. Uh, <laughs> I know. I never it was get that. three years ago. One on the last play, and uh, of course they they beat yeah. us last year uh, pretty good. So uh, it's a little bit of a uh, little bit. Of, Missouri is a border state, and although by not by much, but uh, you know, I think there's a little real little rivalry there. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, well, I guess I'll have to turn in a little and watch them for a while. Anyway, alrighty. This has been Steve Mooney. He is the author of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet. You're gonna take off for a little while now, aren't you? Well, I kind of got a. Extended uh, weekend this this weekend, but Churchill opens uh, Churchill opens Thursday, so they'll draw okay. they'll draw on Monday. So I'll be be back yeah. to work on Monday. Okay, alrighty, alrighty. Well, we'll see. We'll talk to you next weekend. And uh, this is Steve Moody. He's the author of that Kentucky handicapper sheet. If you're going out to the Red Mile, you can pick up a copy there. Also, best place to get one is uh, go to the website, which is brisnet, B-R-I-S-N-E-T dot com. And uh, it's it's worth the money because he picks a lot of winners. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you next week, my friend. All right, Ursula. All righty. With two blames, a flatter and a run happy. Well, it was another productive uh, weekend uh, for the Claiborne stands. <clears throat> blames, two stakes winners were... Uh, Sayadabad, winner of the Group 3 Prix du, uh, Prince d'Orange at Longchamp, and officiate, unpronounced his name, winner of the Bears Den Stakes down at Gulfstream. Both are three old colts. Sayadabad was bred by the Aga Khan, fold in Kentucky. Perhaps the Aga Khan had sent his damn, uh, this horse to blame after watching Senga by blame win the Grade 1 French Oaks. That would be a good incentive. Anyway, officiating was uh, bred in Florida. He was by Vexo Racing Stable. Flatter's weekend stakes winner was a credit, a three-year-old bred in Kentucky by E.H. Bow Lane the third, who owns a farm over in Bourbon County. A credit led wire to wire to win the $750,000 Dueling Grounds Derby, going a mile and five-sixteenths, went for the front and never looked back. Second earlier in the American Derby at Arlington, a credit has posted wins also at Keenan and Churchill, and he's earned over 572000 Run up his weekend stakes winner. Run up won the 200000 of sorority stakes at Mammoth. She wired the field to win by three lengths after winning a previous start by six and a quarter. That was at Pimlico. Never headed in either race. Run up was bred by James McInvale. And trained by Laura Worlers right here at the Thoroughbred Center. Blame and flatter our established grade one size. Fun run happy. Well, he's on his way with the two cops to race a full season. He's already signed three stakes winners, two of them in New York, plus four more to place in stakes, all of them at major tracks. 
Two of these in graded stakes, including Follow the Sea, ran second in the grade one Haskell and third in the grade one H. Allen Jerkins Memorial. And then on Wednesday, I love the nest, a two-year-old colt. He's by Blame. Uh, so Blame had three stakes winners last week. This one won the $100,000 Northern Lights for Tootie, won by seven and a quarter lengths. He broke his maiden by eight and a half lengths on August 25, by eight and a half lengths. How about that? All righty. Uh, if you want to know something about the Clavenstands, call my friend Bernie Sams at 859-987-2330 and take a look at the website, which is com. Hopewell Company. Uh, another fine Bourbon County outfit. They are an insurance agency. They're our insurance agency for sure. We've been doing business with them 15, 25, 35 years. How about that? Probably 36 like by now. And, but they've been in business since 55, 1955. So when you're in business that long, making money, you're doing it right. It's a family owned company. They've got all kind of experience with horse farms, racing stable. They cover everything we got. And they've been right there. You don't call up and get 16 numbers and all that junk. Um, we got struck by lightning and it sizzled all our wiring. So they were there that afternoon with Linville uh, Electric and they hot wired or whatever you call it. They fixed part of the wiring so the furnace was up and the refrigerator and the daggone stove. They fixed it so I could cook. Other than that, they were great. Oh, that's, I'm joking, of course. Anyway, the reason they're, they, they can do really good business with you, best coverage, best prices is because they are an independent insurer. They are not tied to a particular mega, mega, mega company. So they can shop around. They'll give you a no-obligation review and comparison of your insurance now. So call Ted or Jody McLean. I'm going to give you the Paris number because everybody's got a cell phone. It's 859-987-2347. Great service, guaranteed. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. All righty. Let's see, they've got, uh, we were talking about the Kentucky Down stakes races. They've got a couple of stakes races. The graded stakes winners up in Canada today. Uh, the grade three $150,000 Seagram Cup got a field of five. And uh, let's see, any Kentucky breads? Oh, yeah. So, Special Forces, another mystery. Dole Grand, Mighty Heart. Mighty Heart is the four to five favorite. And uh, tap it to win. Then they run in the Canadian Derby. It's also grade three, $125,000 for three olds going a mile and a quarter. Of course, that's an artificial. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The surface up there, it's got a f- field of uh, 11. 
the five to two morning line favorite is um, Tony's Tappet, and uh, that's uh, about Tunnelist. Tunnelist. Boda Monsters got the rail, uncharacteristic. My optic. Uh, Papa Chula, and then Tony's Tappet in the five slot. Doug's pal, Major Shepard, Pay My Way, Smart Play, Buck West, and My College Fun is on the outside in the post-11 post position. So those are the other graded stakes races today. Let's take a look at the, we've got, <clears throat> uh, let's see what we're going to do now. We can look at the, Kentucky Bread Stakes winners, well, that's going to take a while. From last week, or last weekend, or this week, been a bunch of them. Uh, the grade one Jockey Club Gold Cup, of course, went to Max Player. That's an honor code, uh, bred by K&G Stables. Uh, this, incidentally, brought to you by the Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association and the KTA, Chauncey Morris. Max Player, by honor code, Won that and uh, the Jockey Club Gold Cup. Uh, running and winning the Grade 1 Flower Bowl at Saratoga was Warlike Goddess. Uh, it's a four-year-old filly by English Channel. Stands over at uh, Calumet and is bred by Calumet. Bill Mott trained it. Here's a Grade 1 Hopeful Stakes and the winner of that was uh, Gunite. Uh, Gunite by Gunrunner. Uh, it was bred in Kentucky by Winchell Thoroughbreds. And uh, running second was Wit, and Wit lost all chance. Uh, he went to his knees at the start, and he was dead last. Uh, coming away, lost. Uh, I, he had to lose eight, eight, nine lengths, something like that. No two ways about it. Weaved his way through traffic, got up. To, I didn't think he was going to hit the board. And he got up to be second. It was a rather distant second, but got up to be second. I guarantee you he, uh, he lost more links than the, than the winning margin by the winner. But, uh, anyway, he's, um, I think he's going to turn out to be the best of the, of the Colts. That's just an opinion, but there you have it for what it's worth, which is nothing. The great one, Delmar Debutant Stakes, won by Grace Adler. Uh, a two-year-old filly by Curlin, bred by Blue Haven Farm. Don't know those folks. The grade one Delmar Fertility winner uh, was won by Pinehurst. That's a two-year-old colt by Twirling Candy, bred by uh, Fred Hertricks and John D. Fielding. Raised right next door to us over there at Watercrest Farm. The grade one Spin One Stakes winner was uh, Echo Zulu. Billy, that's uh, when you were thinking about Jackie, Echo Zulu. Yeah, yeah. and they're not—they're not owned by the same person. Yes, yeah, two. No, it's uh, uh, this one was bred by Bill Betts and Joe Betts and uh, Burns C H N N H K, whatever that is. Majors, Coco Equine, and Ramsby, and uh, Bill Betts uh, pulled that thing over on the Mount Horror Park on his farm over there. She's my gun runner. Let's see. The grade two $200,000 John C. Maybe stakes out of Del Mar. I went to going to Vegas by Golden Sense, who stands over at uh, Spendthrift Farm. Bred by J. Kirk Robinson and Judy Robinson. The grade two Bernard Baruch. 
at Saratoga. Uh, was won by Tell Your Daddy, by Scat Daddy, who stood his entire career over at, uh, at uh, Ashford Stud. This, this one bred by Spendthrift Farm. Uh, the grade three mint julep steaks went to uh, uh, Pixelate by City Zip, bred by Godolphin. The Pre du Orange, Pre du Prince de Orange, group three at, uh, in France, was won by a horse name, I'm going to pronounce it, Sedabod, as a three oak by Blame, bred by the Aga Khan. Fold over on the Airdrie stud, by the way. The, uh, it's also abroad in Turkey. The International Istanbul Trophy, it's a group three, went to Light of Darkness, bred by KMN Farm. There you go. What's that thing by, by the way, by Red Rocks? The Delmar Juvenile Turf winner was uh, McKinnon by American Pharaoh, another American Pharaoh, bred by International Equities Holding. The $750,000 Dueling Grounds Derby winner uh, was uh, a credit, a credit by Flatter. This horse trained over to Thoroughbred Center, bred by Bo Lane over in Bourbon County. You got a farm out on the Winchester, Paris Winchester Road. Uh, Flatter, of course, stands at uh, Claiborne Farm. And this thing was going, well, I mean, a mile and five sixteenths, it says. On the grass, of course. That's all they've got out there. Led all the way and never looked back. Went to the front and just whistled in. The $500,000 Kentucky Downs Juvenile Mile winner, Tis the Bomb. I hit it a bomb who stands over at Spendthrift Farm. And this thing was bred by Spendthrift Farm. The Dueling Grounds Oaks, another big purse there. Uh, adventuring one at by Pioneer the Nile, bred by Godolphin. Uh, the Miss Gracie Stakes the Gulfstream Park went to Sunshine City by Creative Cause. Creative Cause, of course, stands over at Airdrie Stud, bred by Ken, this one bred by Ken and Sarah Ramsey. The Sapling Stakes at Monmouth Park winner was Double Thunder. That's a two-year-old filly by Super Saver, bred by Windstar Farm. Uh, the, see, who bred that thing? Oh, I said that Winstar Farm. Said it twice now, didn't I? The Delmar Juvenile Phillies Turf at Delmar. Liam's Dub, uh, Liam's Map, bred by Mary Blue Farm. The, uh, Salvatore Mile, let me look at this thing. Uh, we'll just call it the Salvatore, Salvatore M. DeBunda PTHA President's Cup at Parks. Big name, Raison de Utah won it, decided the winner, Sweet Wilhelmina, and the winner also bred by KMET. I don't know if that horse stands over there or not. The Budweiser Special, Magic Moscow won it by Musketeer, bred by Andy Stronach, Holden, Kentucky. $150,000 Caesar Stakes uh, was won by Royal Prince. Royal Prince uh, is a three-year-old coat by Cairo Prince. He's a multiple brilliant stakes winner anyway. Cairo Prince, bred by Sandra Sexton and Silver Cern Farm. $150,000 Indian Grand Stakes. It was Wednesday at Indiana Grand. Went to Burning Ambition. That's a three-year-old filly by Uncle Mo, uh, bred by Michael DeBrosio. Win by seven. And the last we have, no, we've got a couple more. On Thursday, the Pre-Deschains Group 3 Stakes at Longchamp. Went to ancient Rome with two-year-old coat by Warfront. Bed with Orpendale, Chelston, and Wynett. Have you seen the picture? 
pulled over at Ashford Stud. A $400,000 one dreamer stakes on Thursday at Kentucky Downs. A big purse there with $400,000. <clears> Handy <throat> Woods won that by Uncle Mo. Red by Stone Street Thoroughbred Holdings. They breed a bunch of them. Also on Thursday at Kentucky Down, Red Danger by Orb. Uh, it's a two-year-old coat. Read by D-A-T-T-T Farm. Won that one. Well, Dial in has sired an excellent 12% black-type horses from runners. Winner of the grade one Florida Derby. He seems to have developed the, the knack of siring uh, winners of races that are described as being a derby. Just this year, he has sired the winners of the grade one uh, $1 million Arkansas Derby, the Grade 3 $500,000 West Virginia Derby, the Grade 3 $300,000 Indiana Derby, and the $200,000 Ellis Park Derby. That's quite a collection of derbies, and all of them with healthy purses. Let me call your attention to just a few of Dowd Inn's 42 black type runners. Beside the winners of those, Superstock is a Grade 1 winner of over 975000 Gun of won a place in 11 major stakes including the Breeders' Cup Classic, the Grade 1 Travers, the Grade 1 Woodward, the Grade 1 Pegasus World Cup. And he's earned over $5.5 million. Get her number one Grade 1 stakes. Ms. Locust Point won five stakes, placed in five, earned nearly 675000 Mr. Wireless won graded stakes in over 670000 Shalon won seven stakes, including and placed in nine, including the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Philly and Mayor Sprint. And this just keeps on going for a good chance of getting a runner like those mentioned above in your racing stable. Look to dial in yearlings at the Keeneland. And dial in stands at Darby Dan. Give Ryan Norton a call at 859-254-424. And while you're at it, book a marathon for 2022. Check the website, darbydan.com. All right, let's take a look what's going on with over at Macaulay's, and it's been, geez, the last two weeks. Been outstanding horses raised on products from Macaulay Brothers. Won three grade one stakes last weekend. Good night, winner of the grade three hopeful, was bred by Winchell Thoroughbreds. Pinehurst, winner of the grade one Delmar Fertuti, was bred by Fred W. Hertrich III and John Fielding, raised over on Watercrest Farm. Echo Zula, <coughs> bred by Bill Betts, John Betts, C-H-I-N-N-H-K, Majors, Coco Equine and Ramsby was raised on the Bill Betts farm over on Mount Turby Road uh, and other stakes. Sayabad uh, won the Group 3 Prix de Orange, de, Pre Prince de Orange at Longchamp, and he was raised on Airdrie Stud for breeder Aga Khan. The Sapling at Mammoth was won by Double Thunder, raised over at Windstar Farm. On Tuesday, the $400,000 One Dreamer Stakes at Kentucky Downs was won by Henley Woods. Bred by Stone Street Thoroughbred Holdings and raised on Stone Street Farm. On Thursday, the Group 3 Prix du Chien at uh, Longchamp went to Ancient Rome, a two-year-old coat by Warfront, bred by Orpendale, Chelston, and Wynant, raised over on Ashford Stud. It's noteworthy that runners have raised on products from McCullough Brothers won six grade one stakes over the past two weekends. If you want to compete at the highest level, feed the best, and you'll find the best at McCauley Brothers. Just call Mike or David or Amy, 859-873-3333. Be sure to talk about the free services available only at Macaulay's. The website is macaulaybrews.com, and the offices are at 111 Broadway in Versailles. And remember, at Macaulay's, it's all about the horse. Now. 
back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. Oh, Jackie, you want to look at some of your announcements? If you got a couple in there, it might be. Pin Oak. Yeah, don't forget about Pin Oak sale tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's tomorrow yeah. night. Tomorrow night. What time does that sale start? I don't know. Facing tip. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Don't want yeah, to miss it. I hate it. Pin Oak has been such a wonderful farm and such a, a, a bright star in thoroughbred business. Yeah. Miss Amber Crombie is just a wonderful person. And they, they are selling out. Yeah. So they're going to. The farm, she's not selling the farm. She's selling broodmares, weanlings, and horses in training Sunday. Tomorrow, six. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six o'clock, Newtown Pike. The Phasing Tipton sales. Um, she's just been, I just hate it. Now, you know, I don't know her that well. Just met her a couple times, but she's always been super nice. There's no reserve on these things, too. They're going. That's that's uh, that's amazing. the point of it all, is it? Uh, and I gotta say, Ursel had a list of three or four of the most beautiful women he ever saw, right? And she's right at the top. She's right <laughs> at the top, and she still looks wonderful. I went to see her maybe ten years ago over there, and I walked out and looked at that secretary. Then I said, "Boy, she's beautiful." And the secretary said, "Inside and out." Yes, yeah. isn't that nice? Yeah, they love her. So. Great, great, great horses, great everything. A ghost sapper, Philly, uh, out of an alternation mare. That's their breeding, isn't it? Wow. Um, a Justify, I'm a Macho Uno, a Flatter, Smoke Clacking, Broken Vow. There's one to grab. He's got the favor one of the favorites going in a big sprint race at. Uh Kentucky Downs, though, that infamous. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, As a I matter of fact, uh, Moody picked him. Did he? Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, we got to watch today. Is today the last day for dueling grounds or whatever? The Kentucky I don't know show. if they run in tomorrow or not. Tomorrow? They yeah. are. Okay. Another so, broken down giant. Yes, he knows over there. He's betting a hand over for them. Yeah. Thunder <laughs> Arch. Looking at Lucky. They've just got beautiful animals. I mean, and a war front. I'll tell you what's interesting about that. Ursel writes these commercials, and I type them. Oh, there's an end of mischief and a medallia d'oro. My, my, my. Another end of mischief. Oh, gee whiz. Unbelievable. Ursel writes these commercials, and I type them. And our sponsors have had so many winners piling up this week. And he's had to rewrite them, and I've had to retype them. We were going at it yesterday. I mean, that was amazing. It just yeah. uh, one winner after another. Yeah. It's great. They really have done well. So, oh, here's a new one. Spendthrift Farm is building an 8,000 square foot tourism facility. Hey, that's cool. They might even let us in. Yeah, it might. 
Um, the B. Wayne Hughes Visitor Center, uh, in, in Mr. Hughes' honor. Mr. Hughes passed away about a week ago, is that right? That's been a couple of weeks now. Is it? He, he, what a, what a great guy. I mean, he's just that's outstanding. Um, so anyway, that's going to be open next summer, spring or summer, and located right in the middle of the place. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Claiborne has one. Um, a little visitor center and a yeah. gift shop and stuff. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's great for the tourists. It's great for the business. Super nice, excellent. We're out here at the training center, by the way. But great place to train a horse. Just super. Yeah, I got more about them. Let me mention. Uh, we got a little bit, but uh, down in Kentucky Downs, well, this past weekend, the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar Dueling Grounds Derby. Uh, Pavel uh, Mateshka, who travels right, trains right here at the Thoroughbred Center, yeah. but he's got the little training center right next to us. Anyway, but he trains the on little the, training on, on oh, the track yeah. here. Yeah. He won it with the that's a credit that horse. Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah. Also, um, the four hundred thousand dollar TVG two stakes winner was uh, saddled by pa uh, Paula Lobo, and he trains out here at the Thoroughbred Center. And then Lori Woolers, who trains for Mattress Mac, uh, yeah. took uh, a two-year-old uh, by Run Happy up at Mammoth uh, Park and won the $200,000 sorority stake. So yeah, that's, that's three good. stakes over the weekend. Yeah, yeah for the training center. Yeah. It's really, really great. And we, we drive by in the morning, we look at the new barns. They are beautiful. Yeah. Really, right. really nice. And they've got sliding glass doors. On the outside, and the sliding glass windows on the outside, and uh, plenty of ventilation. Don't yeah. let the help lock up the barn. Yeah. Let them, those horses breathe. All right, Jackie. Let me, you know, they Bob Dunham. I met Bob many moons ago. Uh, I forget exactly where. I probably had it here at Keenan. But uh, this, the Bourbon County Citizen, which is uh, our newspaper, it comes out once a week and down in Paris. And they had a nice article in there about Bob Dunham. <clears throat> and he just had his uh, first Saratoga Stakes win since 1990, but they got a little note down there that said that they forgot that uh, one, one uh, uh, big brown eyes won uh, uh, the Yaddo stakes up in, there <clears throat> in 1990. But uh, Dunham is—I uh, didn't know this, Jackie. He's from Shawhan. How about that? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Wonderful place, Shawhan. That's a microphone. It's a wonderful place, Shawhan. Shawhan. That's where our the the gentleman who takes care of all our, our automobiles and our tractors and our ride mowers and everything yeah right down there that's a it's a real we neat vote little place down there, by yeah the way. we vote down there it's yeah. really nice little place yeah nice little place down there anyway, well that, that's where he was from yeah, that's where he was born in Shorehand and uh, graduated from Bourbon County High School and everything they've got a nice article in there about Dunham I remember basically as a trainer of a, a Brilliant sprinting filly. Uh, uh, let's see, I've got her in here somewhere. N named Shu Crew, which I, I assume is French, but it's for um, sauerkraut. <laughs> it uh, is? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. That's what, anyway, but um, she was a, was a champion sprinter. She was by Lieutenant Stevens out of a mare named Witherite by Kentucky Colonel. Uh, Witherite won stakes, so she won the Thelma Stakes, which was down at the fairgrounds. She produced eight foals, all winners, in a difference to Shoe Crew, who by Lieutenant Stevens. She produced uh, Pretty Nurse, who was by a Little Fella. No, by Run for Nurse. Excuse me, Run for Nurse. Found out must, he, he won the Clipsetta. She won, I should say. Pretty Nurse won the Clipsetta Stakes over at Latonia. And Walking Sticks by a Little Fella. That's where I knew there was a little fella in there. Placed in the Louisiana Derby and the Michigan Derby. And she was the Grand Dam of Templar Hill, by Temperance Hill, who won the King's Bishop uh, up in New York and a bunch of other stakes races. <clears throat> and she was also the Grand Dam of Dream Extreme, uh, a filly by uh, trajectory. I don't know where he stands. But anyway, won stakes. And also the Great Grand Dam of Allspring, who was by End of Mischief. Uh, then she was the Grand Dam of Nastique by Nascar, who stood down at Forest Retreat Farm. Nascar did. Nastique won the Ladies' Handicap, the grade one, the Matriarch grade one, a bunch of other stakes. And Nastique was the Dam of Thunder Kitten by Stormcat, who won the Honey Bee, which is a graded race. Also Noble Troom, a Broadbrush. Broadbrush stood right next door to us here at Gainesway. <clears throat> he was a champion sire. And a brilliant runner, as a matter of fact. It's a nice, she was, uh, uh, let's see whether it was also the name of Dactique by the Accord, who won, uh, stakes up over at, uh, in New York at Aqueduct, and, uh, was the dam of Transient Trend by Time for a Change, who won the Ladies' Handicap of Grade Two. Soul Survivors from that family, one Arlington matron. It's a nice family, Le Fabulous. One stakes down in South Africa. Uh, unfortunately, she was, um, uh, Shoe Crew was not, uh, although she was a champion sprinter. As a matter of fact, if, I, if memory serves, she, she was a champion sprinter in 1973. No, it would have been 1972 because that was the year the Secretariat was a two year old. And, uh, of course, he got champion horse of the year. And she finished second in the voting. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. If not, I'm close. How about that, it. Anyway, but Shukru was a disappointment as a producer, as a matter of fact. Uh, she was a uh, granddam of repeat royalty, won a stakes race down Evangeline in Louisiana. And let's see, she was also the granddam of My Cupid, uh, who won a, a minor stakes race. But that that, that was it. Very spotty produce record, but uh, boy, could she fly. My friend Bob Copeland treated her when she was down at, when Bob had her down at New Orleans. And uh, she went, she had uh, uh, made her first two starts down at, at New Orleans. And uh, she won the first one by a neck and then came back and won an allowance race by 11. Those were only two starts there. Then she made it, made it uh, three in a row in her next start down at, at Hialeah. And I think that, I think Bob told me that uh, she had bled, and uh, he treated her with Lasix, and which was pretty new at the time. 
and and she won. First stakes race was at Hialeah, and she she ran um, Hialeah. In case you forget, was uh, was uh, down in in South Florida. It was a beautiful racetrack. It's gone now. Uh, she won the uh, Jasmine third in the Jasmine Stakes. Then she reeled off ten in a row. That's scary, isn't it? Uh, allowance races at um, at uh, Axarvin, at Rockingham, at Keeneland. One in Keeneland out here at Keeneland by ten th- by ten lengths. Uh, and she won an, uh, another race at Keeneland. And the next time out, well, the third third race she won at Keeneland at three in a row was a spinster. Beat Viewpoise and Alma North that day, so she beat a couple of good ones. And then uh, she went to um, a Tropical Park back down to Florida and won a New Year's Day handicap. Started out the next year as a four-year-old. She won back-to-back allowance races at first at Keeneland, and, and uh, that was in the, in the spring. And, uh, and then at Aqueduct. And then she went up to New York at Belmont Park and won the vagrancy. That was her 10th consecutive win. And uh, she stumbled at the start in the next race and ran third in the regret handicap. Then she got beat a half a length by outer space in the Molly Pitcher. Ran out of the money in the first time of her life in the Margate handicap at Monmouth Park. And she came back and won the Susquehanna handicap. At the old Liberty Bell in Pennsylvania, ran fourth in the Delaware handicap, uh, and they put her in the Fall Highway handicap against the boys. She picked up 131 pounds and beat Ice Capade. And ran her in the Bell Dame, and she ran uh, third to Susan's Girl and Summer Guest. And she ran second in the Fayette handicap out here at Keeneland, uh, beating Sensitive Music, trained by Alan Jerkins. That's where I met Alan. He had brought that was in 1972, and he brought uh, <coughs> Shoe Crew down, I mean, uh, uh, Sensitive Music down to run. And she ran second in the Spinster, number to count beater. Came back and uh, went out to California, and she won the Las Flores handicap, and then posted her last win in a Santa Monica handicap in a grade two stake out there. And she won that by 14 lengths. Beating General's portion of Minstrel Miss. All told, she had run 28 times, won 18 races, two seconds and three thirds, and earned 284,661. Now, if she'd put together 10 wins, and you know, if she'd won 18 races, then nowadays, what would those earnings have been? Because she was racing, you know, back in the early 70s and. That uh, ch- purses then weren't just what they are now, but that's that's the way it is, you know. But she was a brilliant filly. It's too bad <clears throat> that she didn't. Uh, uh, she was voted champion, champion sprinter, uh, but uh, she had to run into Secretariat, who just won his first uh, Eclipse Award as a horse of the year. All right, so that's the story of Shoe Crew. Uh, let me take care of, let's see, who do I have to take care of here? Spendthrift Farm. Last Saturday at Del Mar, the grade two, $200,000. Uh, this is not the right commercial. What? Yeah, it was. 
The great two $200,000 John C. McBee stakes was won by going to Vegas, a four-year-old filly by Golden Sense. Two days later, uh, the $500,000 Kentucky Downs Mile went to Tis the Bomb, a two-year-old go by Hitting the Bomb. Golden Sense and Hitting the Bomb both stand over at Spendthrift Farm, the Breeders' Farm. Golden Sense is the leading son of Champion Sire in the mischief at Stud. He's a sire of 18 that have won a place in stakes this year. Going to Vegas, besides the grade two John C. may be, has won the grade three Santa Ana, and she's placing three more graded stakes, including a grade one. Phantom Currency has won the grade two Mac Diamata, Wildman Jack the grade three Palos Verdes. Very little sense the Ellis Park debutante. As a matter of fact, 11% of his runners have earned black type. Golden Sense, uh, the only two-time winner of the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, winner also of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Derby, he earned over $3 million. Hit it a bomb as a winner of the Grade 1 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. He's the son of Warfront, and with one crop to race a uh, full season, he's had nine that have earned black type, five stakes winners, two graded, plus five more to place in stakes, two in graded stakes, so he's sign runners. Take a good look at the sales yearlings by Golden Sense and hit it a bomb out at the Keeneland Sales. And got a good chance you're going to look at a runner there. For more information, call Dez or Brian or Mark over at Spendthrift Farm, 859-294-0030. And the website is spendthriftfarm.com. Sally fans, I was looking at a thing. Uh What's the guy's name that trains in Louisville? I was telling you about it last night. Real nice guy. I asked him once about 10, 15 years ago. I said, when I get old and I can't do whatever I'm doing, can I work for you? He said, you can hop walk for me till you're 100 or something. <laughs> anyway, he had put up a really nice video of thanking all his help and the people that worked for him and rode his big training stable, you know, for, for a good job that they did. It was really a nice thing. And they were in the process of moving or gotten to where they're moving for, you know, the rest of the season. And they were loading everything into the biggest Sally van you ever saw. Yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing at Sally Vans, and those are the people – the people that really know what they're doing, trust. So that was, you know, I thought that was great because there's Sally Ben. So anyway, uh, down through the years, many of the greatest runners ever to step on a racetrack, coming or going, walked into a Sally Ben, and that includes Justify. I remember when Justify went stud, it got right off that Sally Van. So if people like that trust Sally Van, believe me, you and your pony clubber can do the same thing. And I, that's what I love about, you know, now the yearling sales are coming up. You'll see all those fancy, expensive horses going to Sally Vance to yeah. the to the sales. Same way in the spring, hauling those mares to uh, through the breeding season. You can trust them. They have great drivers who are also horsemen. And they have fantastic equipment. I mean, it doesn't come any better than that. That's why, for more than seven decades, Sally Van been the way to the winner's circle. Give them a call, 859-255-9406. 
See the website at sallyvans.com and enjoy the ride. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. About seven minutes. Okay. I'm going to read this real quick that we were talking about. You people that don't remember Hialeah. But this was written back when Hialeah, of course, was rolling by Joe Palmer, so it won't take too long. It was disturbing to hear that there were alligators at Hialeah. Nobody wants to knock another man's game. Still, trotters and runners don't mix. It looks like they could stay. Never mind, interrupted a nimble-minded citizen. These alligators aren't trotting horses. They're the real Florida article wrapped in genuine alligator skin. This made a difference. Application was duly made to Joe Marr, who, as track superintendent, is the committee in charge of inspecting the infield uh, and protecting poultry from raccoons and possums and turtles and rats and alligators and similar vermin. Yes, said Mr. Marr, we get an alligator out of the lake every now and then. Sometimes we get pretty big ones. This year we caught a little one, three feet or so, first week of the meeting. I've got him up there in a trap hoping he'll draw another one, but so far he hadn't. The elevator, alligator develops, lies under the surface of the lake with its eyes sticking up like subway kiosks. At night, the eyes <coughs> pick up and reflect like a cat's, except that the gleam is red. Mr. Marr is so adept that he can tell by the spacing of the eyes how much alligator is underneath. In earlier years, his style of play was to take a rifle of appropriate caliber and muzzle velocity and blow the saurian into something suitable for covering a lady's purse. Not long ago, however, the Florida legislature, with a fellow feeling for predators, draped its mantle over the alligator, and it is now illegal to shoot him. Mr. Marr now catches his alligators in a funnel-shaped screen, like a fish trap. For a while, he thought of getting help from the Seminoles, the Ab- Aborigines who encumbered Florida when it comes to uh, discovered. The Seminoles are reportedly able to call alligators out of the water. But after weighing the advantages of alligators and no Seminoles, or Seminoles and no alligators, Mr. Marr set his traps. I don't think they'll bother the flamingos, Mr. Marr said, but they'll pull down those coots and maybe some of the bigger ducks. Baby ducks, we can't let out anyway because the bass eat them. Protect- <laughs> Protection of his decorative fauna and made something of a woodsman and trapper out of Mr. Marr. For his uh, mammalian marauders, the racetrack is the clue. It is harried to silky fineness at night, and then if there are tracks on it in the morning, Mr. Marr knows that something is trying for his fowls, and he takes steps accordingly. Generally, the ducks are the objective of the raiders, but eggs will do, the principle of the intruders being that of the late William Jownings Bryan, first the duck, then the egg. The alligators are trickered or fine. I know there's at least one more in there, Mr. Marr said, and we'll get him sooner or later. It was noted that there's a strong masculine flavor to all of this. Might it be a lady alligator? Well, right now, I don't know what it's in there, said Mr. Marr. The track underwater is in the flood last summer, and anything could have come on in. But generally, we catch males. If a female alligator is getting enough to eat, she stays where she is. It's the boar alligators that get out and range around the country. This plucked a faint string of regulation. Man I know came out the other morning to watch the horses work. They came thundering down, some no doubt for a date with Destiny and the others en route to Dade Park. He was feeling the appropriate sentiments about these rehearsals for the coming drama. 
when he happened to turn toward the clubhouse. Five women were sitting in a row, holding seats against the afternoon's racing, all placidly knitting in the sun. He found an odd reassurance in this, said it just proved that women would make a nest and settle in it wherever they went. That's where Joe, that's Joe Palmer's writing about High Liam. He was the best. All right, well, of course, let me point out that there was a pretty good weekend down at uh, for stakes races. The horses trained right here at the Thoroughbred Center. The At Kentucky Downs, the $750,000 Dueling Grounds Derby was uh, trained by uh, Pavel Mateshka, uh, a credit one that he's by Flatter. Pavel trains at the, he uh, leases a little training center right next door, but he uses the tra- the main training center sure. right here. All he has to do is walk across the, down the hill, the nice. path there, and uh, and train. Nice guy, nice guy. Uh, Paula Lobo, uh, who trains out here, I don't know this gentleman, but he saddles winners, and uh, he saddled the winner of the TVG2 stakes, uh, $400,000 down in Kentucky Downs. And Laura Wolders, as I've known for a number of years, uh, when Mattress Max first brought his horses out here. God, how long ago? She, she trained Run Happy, by the way. Yeah. Anyway, right here. The, uh, she took uh, Run Happy Philly up to uh, Mammoth Park and won the $200,000 sorority stakes with her. This, this Philly is, uh, is a runner. And I'm glad to see Ron Happy doing that because Mattress Max, he puts a lot of, supports a lot of racing and got to see the horse's name everywhere. He's got underwear with a new Run Happy on the name of, on the seat. Okay, well, we'll talk to you later. This uh, Anyway, those three were trained at the Thoroughbred Training Center. Other winners were trained, uh, let's see, Maria Pinzon, Larry DeMerritt, um, Danny Weir, and Dane Kubiski, all trained winners just here recently. And they, everybody trains at the Thoroughbred Center. We'll be on next week at the same time. And thanks for listening. Happy trails to you Until we meet again Happy trails to you Keep smiling What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket Technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. 
We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Who brought the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who brought the sauce? Spilled the sauce? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. Who brought the sauce? I brought the sauce. Who made the sauce? I made the sauce. What's in the sauce? I am the sauce. Who brought the sauce? Okay. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Today on Fox, Big Noon is coming in hot with the Pac-12 Big Ten Heavyweight Showdown. And as Coach Cristobal and Oregon head to the shoe to face C.J. Stroud and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Wow! This is pound for pound, best in their division, champ versus champ. And it all starts live at 10 Eastern with the big noon kickoff pregame show sponsored by Wendy's. Then it's Oregon-Ohio State and the big noon Saturday game of the week. Today on Fox and watch anywhere on the Fox Sports app. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.